Some people are saying that this is the Supreme Court acting as legislators. What are your thoughts? Well, it's never as simple as uh, people want to make it. Uh, I think that certainly the redistricting opinion uh, plus the dissent was well over 200 pages, uh, a, a huge amount of of uh, case law cited by both sides. Uh, you know, they were briefed to the nines and argued uh, multiple times, actually. And so, uh, it, from my perspective, and candidly, I always like to say, you really need to read the opinions uh, cover to cover and actually uh, do a little studying of the law that, uh, that's cited in it. I, I think, in a lot of ways, the decisions or parts of the decisions, majority decisions were correct. I think there were also some areas where I think uh, they might have, uh, shall we say, gone off the track. Uh, but the bottom line is, it, it, it was a huge day for the General Assembly in North Carolina. I mean, I don't want to say that uh, the opinions essentially give them a blank check going forward, but certainly, at least in the context of redistricting, there are very, very few limitations uh, now placed upon the General Assembly and how they go about drawing districts. We'll talk about the going off the tracks in a second. But first, you, you said something about how the, the dissent uh, statement was several hundred pages from someone who's been a Supreme Court justice. What does it mean when, you know, instead of a few pages, you write several hundred? Well, well actually, I, when, when I said several hundred, that included the majority I think in the redistricting case, the majority opinion was around 140 pages. The dissent maybe around 50 or 60. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of writing for for a dissent. But the the two opposing sides of the the court have very very different perspectives uh, on uh, not just the bottom line, but how how those decisions were articulated and i think they want to put it out there for posterity if nothing else if you're writing that dissent you want to make your case on why you think the majority was wrong and you think if if it's a super long dissent more than usual it probably seems they have stronger opinions is kind of what you're saying (laughs) well certainly I, i i don't think there's any question that they're extraordinarily strong uh passions and feelings uh on on both sides in these cases, but they also involve the multiple number of issues. You don't just answer a bottom line issue. You have to explain uh, and cite authority for your perspective, uh, uh, you know, whether you're writing a dissent, whether you're writing the majority. So, uh, you know, both justices, Chief Justice Newby, who wrote the majority, uh, Justice Earl, who wrote the dissent in the redistricting case, you know, they want to make sure that that what they say is as thorough uh, and complete as possible. Talking with Bob Orr, a former North Carolina Supreme Court justice, about some decisions that were handed down on Friday. You said earlier that uh, in some ways we kind of got off the rails here with these decisions. Uh, What do you mean by that? Well, I'm a little concerned in, in the sense that at least one particular aspect of the argument on redistricting dealt with the free elections um, provision in the state constitution. And what I thought was one of the most important questions asked at oral argument was, okay, even though the free election clause does not specifically mention fair elections, 
you know, are you arguing, this is the question to the legislative uh, attorneys, uh, are you arguing that fairness is not required by the Constitution in North Carolina? And at least in my initial reading of the majority opinion, it certainly seems to say that. That except in a couple of very limited circumstances, there is no constitutional requirement that we have fair elections in North Carolina. And I think that's troubling from a general uh, democracy standpoint, and I think that would trouble uh, most North Carolinians. Um, uh, Yeah, elections and politics are rough and tumble, but we expect to have fair elections. And if that's not a requirement of the Constitution, I think that's something to be concerned about.